With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Anonymous Show 94, Face Transplant. Welcome to the Dr. Anonymous Show, the third most popular health-related show on the Blog Talk Radio Network last week. Yes, that's right. No fooling. You can go to DrAnonymous.com to see a to see photographic evidence of this, and it's not photoshopped, really. Uh, this is the uh, show that uh, brings you observations and commentary from a family physician and social-slash-new media enthusiast. That is me. <laughs> I'm, of course, your favorite. Uh, you can also check me out at dranonymous.net and dranonymous.org. You can check those out. And uh, today is Thursday, May 7, 2009. It is uh, 45 days until PodCamp Ohio. That's right. I'm getting very excited about that. In 162 days until Blog World Expo, which is the will be the huge med blogger meetup out in Las Vegas in October, and if I have time tonight, I might mention that a little bit more later. It is 9 p.m. Eastern time, and on the show tonight, we have no scheduled guests. But before you click off the show, here is what we will be talking about. Uh, we'll be talking a little news this week. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, uh, face transplants. Also, uh, a new story about uh, a, a double hand transplant, if you can believe that. And uh, I have a little story about uh, the uh, swine slash H1N1 flu. 
uh, talked about it last week on the show. So if you haven't been able to check that out, that uh, is uh, show number 93. We had a good time last week on that. And uh, also uh, might mention some uh, a, a blog post this week I saw about uh, medical iPhone applications. That's right. I am an iPhone user, and if you are not, you're an idiot. No, I'm just kidding. I love you, really. Just, just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, and also, uh, and a little bit later on the show, if uh, we have time, we'll probably have some time, and uh, I'll talk about the, my recent trip to Chicago, which uh, I've been uh, talking about on my blog and uh, on my Facebook fan page, which you can find at uh, dranonymous.net. Uh, so yeah, yeah, just trying to get all the mileage I can out of that trip, <laughs> trying to discuss it as uh, much as uh, I can. Uh, been uh, talking about it with my friends from the uh, Blog Talk Radio Network here, and we've been having a lot of fun talking about that, reminiscing about that, even though it's been only, I think, two weeks since I've been there. So if we have time at the end of the show, we'll be uh, we'll be talking about that, uh, and. Let's see here. Uh, I do want to welcome everybody to my uh, chat room here. So I want to welcome uh, Ramona and Liz and Epi Junkie and Kimmy and, and our friend Dana. So thank you for uh, joining us here in the chat room uh, this evening. Uh, so before we get uh, started here, I do want to uh, thank uh, Block Talk Radio uh, for featuring a show, the show again here uh, this evening. We're also featured on iTunes. And uh, welcome to those of you who are listening uh, uh, for the first time here, either live or uh, on the archives here. For those of you who don't know, I am a family physician in full-time private practice here in beautiful northeastern Ohio. And I've had my blog coming up uh, for almost uh, three years now, and uh, this show for a year and a half, getting closer to that two-year mark here on Blog Talk Radio. Very excited uh, that's going to be coming up uh, this summer so uh, that's going to be a, a huge celebration here at the Dr. Anonymous show. And, of course, this is show number 94. Thank you again to Block Talk Radio for not canceling me. So uh, that's always, uh, always a milestone here. And if you would like to join the show uh, later uh, this evening, the number here is uh, 646-716-9514. And... Uh, if you are uh, listening to the show live, and how can you not listen to this show live? Uh, you can see my smiling face here on the live webcam here this evening. Uh, let's see, I think I have uh, things here kind of uh, kind of uh, going here. I think I have all my introductory stuff here going. So I think what I'll do here is uh, I'll take a little bit of a break here, catch my breath. Have a little bit of my beverage, and uh, then we will kind of jump into things here. So thank you, all of you, for uh, joining me live and listening for on the archives. You're listening to the Dr. Anonymous Show here on Blog Talk Radio. This show is a proud sponsor of PodCamp Ohio. You can find it at podcampohio.com, and we will be right back.
Welcome back to the Dr. Anonymous Show, only on Blog Talk Radio. So well, before we get into, into some news, I uh, just want to maybe just share a little bit uh, about uh, what's happened to me uh, here this week. Nothing really major, but uh, I did get a, uh, an email from a, uh, from a listener uh, this week. Uh, we'll call her Amber. How you doing, Amber? Uh, so I got this email here. Hi, Dr. A. Love your show. It's already, always a good way to start your email uh, for, when writing this show. Uh, and I like this email already. Uh, so the, the email continues. Uh, I think your listeners want to learn more about you, even the mundane things that you do every week. I think that may be interesting. I don't know. This could be a stalker. I'm not sure. Uh, so before we, you know, I'm just still just trying to ease in, in ease into the show here. So, uh, so yeah, so I'll, I'll share a couple of things here with, uh, with you here, my Dr. Anonymous audience. And I do want to give a shout out to PK and also to Jesse who have joined us in the chat room. Welcome to the show here this evening. Thank you for joining us. Uh, so, so the first thing here, you know, is that I was pleasantly uh, surprised. Uh, as I was doing my uh, promotional blog post for this show, and uh, as everybody knows, that I, as I've shared on my blog and as I've shared on this show before, that I have been and probably always will be obsessed with statistics, uh, with numbers, uh, with my popularity rating. <laughs> I don't know. It is a... Uh, it's a curse, I guess. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, so as I was uh, <clears throat> preparing for the show here uh, this evening, so I was pleasantly surprised to see that the last week's show, which is uh, show number 93, entitled The Swine Flu, uh, we also talked with our friend Angelo from PodCamp Ohio, that uh, I looked yesterday that uh, last week's show uh, was uh, in third place, the third most popular show in the health category on Blog Talk Radio, uh, which I'm very happy with. I'm very humbled by it. I want to thank everyone who listened live. I want to thank everybody who listened on the archives. Uh, I really, uh, really appreciate it. Uh, I've never, uh, never really been on page one before of the popularity scale uh, on the uh, Blog Talk Radio uh, uh, popular page in the health category. So uh, that was very cool to see. And I have all of you out there to, uh, to thank for that. So thank you out there, uh, those of you listening live, and also... Uh, on the archives here, we'll give a little shout out there to Trauma Junkie, who has uh, joined us in the chat room. Well, thank you for joining us here on the show this evening. And of course, this week was uh, Cinco de Mayo. That's right. Just the uh, weekly excuse, basically, to consume alcohol. <laughs> and some people don't even need that, but uh, that was the... Uh, that was the rage on Twitter uh, for that day. A happy Cinco de Mayo. And of course, I had to go to the uh, number one uh, authority on 
Cinco de Mayo, which was uh, Wikipedia, <laughs> to kind of remind myself of what that was. <laughs> so, so, uh, so yeah, so that was uh, that was fun there uh, on Tuesday. And uh, for people who were uh, following my Twitter, uh, you can find me at twitter.com/slash/doctoranonymous. I had a interesting question that I posed to Twitter. <laughs> was that uh, Cinco de Mayo uh, Mexican restaurant and me wearing a flu mask? Good idea or bad idea? <laughs> as I, as I uh, <laughs> took a poll of people, as uh, I was asking people, it was split. It was split between, yes, that's a good idea, and no, that would probably be a really bad idea. <laughs> it was funny because, you know, all the people in my office and uh, you know, all the people that uh, kind of the in-person people <laughs> told me not to do that. But everybody on Twitter and everybody who emailed me says, yes, I think it'd be funny. You should, you should go ahead and do that. So I did, ended up uh not doing that but i thought it would be really funny uh really funny to uh to do that <laughs> so thanks for everybody for uh for your feedback on that and uh of course tonight uh and i was thinking about canceling the show because i was i really wanted to see uh, see this uh, star trek movie uh, but uh, maybe I'll see it this weekend. And this is, you know, audio is not the best place to do a uh, trailer, but uh, this is what I was able to get. Uh, so you can just imagine in your mind the pictures.
So that's a Star Trek uh, trailer. Probably doesn't make sense to play it on the radio, but hey, whatever. <laughs> so I'll share one more quick little story, then we'll get into our news segment here. Uh, so, so today, so people who were, uh, keep a check of my Twitter there, uh, had to uh, had to renew my driver's license. <laughs> you remember when you were uh, growing up? Uh, you know, I was I was one of those uh, kids who were very very lucky, very uh, blessed, very uh, fortunate uh, to get my uh, driver's license when I was 16 uh, years old and was driving around. And uh, you know, w- w- one of the cool things is, well, one of the things that gets you upset is that you know, the, at least in this state, the uh, <laughs> the driver's license are four years, I think. So you get to 20 years old. And you're going to get, get another uh, driver's license. And then for 21, you get another one because uh, at, least, at least in this state, you have a different type of background uh, for, a, for your driver's license uh, so, you, so you can go into bars and stuff. <laughs> but as the years go on, as you renew your driver's license, <laughs> you know you're getting older. <laughs> so I had that little uh, I had that little thing uh, going on in my mind here today because I had to I had to get my license plates, uh, you know, a new a new little sticker thing for that. Uh, then uh, I would I just happened to uh, check my uh, uh, driver's license and uh, <laughs> just happened to see that uh, I was due for my driver's license <laughs> too. So because my birthday is coming up uh, next month. So, uh, so yeah, so that was kind of a, a real, uh, uh, real interesting experience uh, today. So I think that kind of closes up uh, my week there. So, uh, so there you go, there, Amber. I'm, uh, I'm sharing my, uh, sharing a little bit of my week here with all of you. So I hope that wasn't, uh, that wasn't too boring <laughs> for all of you. So okay, let's get into this news. Uh, the Doctor Anonymous news. And welcome back to the Dr. Anonymous Show, only on Block Talk Radio. So, yes, yeah, so let's uh, our first story here tonight. Uh, you probably saw it on the news here this week. There was a press conference in uh, Cleveland, at Cleveland Clinic, which is only about, I don't know, 60 or 70 miles from where I am now at Dr. Anonymous World Headquarters. And the world was introduced to Connie Culp who is a recipient of the first U.S. face transplant in December 2008. And uh, our friend, our blog friend, our friend of the show, uh, Ramona, talked about it this week on her blog. I will drop that link in the chat room here for people to check out. Uh, There's a lot of uh, good pictures before and after. And I encourage people to uh, to check that out. And um, 
for people who are uh, not familiar with that story, you can go to uh, Ramona's uh, blog post there, and I was able to get this audio clip because this is a radio show uh, from this news report, and we'll talk right after this news clip. The nation's first ever face transplant patient stepped out before cameras on Tuesday to share her new look. Well, I guess I'm the one came to see today. <laughs> the team of surgeons from the Cleveland Clinic performed the groundbreaking surgery on 46-year-old Connie Culp last December. But until Tuesday, Culp's identity, along with how she became severely disfigured, remained a secret. I was shot. I don't know if anybody knows that, but I was shot. Culp's husband was the gunman. This is how she looked before he shot her in the face five years ago. The blast shattered her nose, cheeks, the roof of her mouth, and an eye. She lost all the functions, and also she lost all the bones. And you can see a mix of uh, metal and her bones on this uh, CT scan. Culp underwent 30 operations as doctors tried to fix her face. Then, last December, in an operation that lasted 22 hours, doctors replaced 80% of Culp's face with bone, muscles, nerves, skin, and blood vessels from another woman who had died just hours earlier. She was called names, and children were afraid of her. It's a very emotional moment for me, right now, for the first time, to share with you Connie's picture after transplantation. Doctors say it would not have been possible to restore Culp's face through conventional reconstructive surgery. Even though that face transplant was the surgical procedure of the last resort, it does work. And successfully restored to her much of her function, and we are continuing to see further function improve. It was the fourth face transplant in the world, but it was the most extensive. And doctors say Culp can now breathe on her own, has regained her sense of smell, and can eat solid food. Connie can enjoy her food, she eats hamburgers and enjoys her pizzas, she is drinking coffee from the cup. No information has been released about the donor or how she died, but Culp made sure to thank the family. Well, I don't know what affected for me, I think it's more important that you focus on the donor family that made it so I could have this. Doctors say the donor's family members were moved when they saw the before and the after photos of Culp. Mike Gracia, the Associated Press. So, I mean, so what about that story there, kids? I mean, that is a uh, very, uh, very impressive story. I've been uh, watching a lot of video and, and reading a lot of stories on that here this week, especially the technical aspects of that which I really uh, don't understand, uh, but I've been trying to understand uh, all of the things that they did as far as getting this uh, specimen or, or face from another person and then transplanting that onto another person, including going down to the, you know, uh, blood vessel vascular level. I can't even imagine the uh, intricacies of all that. I, I've seen some, some graphical representations of that, uh, but uh, it's just, it's fascinating. 
is just fascinating uh, to me to to see that. And and uh, you know, if you haven't already, I mean, you, you know, it, it is on all the news sites uh, as far as you know, the the before picture and the after picture and and the uh, the the picture that uh, her doctors at Cleveland Clinic. Uh, guess that what her face will eventually look like. And it's been really frustrating too, you know, seeing some of these blogs out there, you know, and you know, they're, they're just, they're, they're making fun of this woman. <laughs> they're, they're, you know, even, even in, in some of this, uh, these uh, YouTube clips and uh, uh, some of these uh, blog posts that I've been reading, you know, of course there's mean people out there, <laughs> but it's just, it's sad. It's sad that they're that they're uh, you know, making fun of this woman. It is just uh, it is just very very sad to me to read read some of these stories. Ramona in our chat room is saying she's going to be on anti-rejection medicines forever. Uh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I did read, and, and Ramona's talking about the facial nerves too, and uh, the facial nerves that is uh, uh, that is. Uh, uh, takes a long time from what I understand you know to grow back to get function uh, Liz Singh doesn't know about uh, uh, anti uh, rejection uh, drugs anybody with a transplant it doesn't matter what kind of transplant even if it's a heart transplant or, or a kidney transplant I think there there is a certain period of time where people are on anti rejection drugs what are anti rejection drugs these are Drugs uh, that are given to prevent your system, to prevent your body from attacking that tissue because your body is is uh, designed to attack tissue that is not native, that is not natural to you. It thinks it's something like an infection. So that's why some of these anti-rejection drugs uh, are given. Uh, and it's a fascinating process. I mean, the, the, the whole branch of transplant medicine is fascinating. I remember, you know, reading about it and, and talking to, you know, to docs when I was a medical student and, and a resident on all the very specific intricacies that have to go into transplanting an organ into another person. Uh, and the timing of it, uh, and uh, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's fascinating. I wish I knew more about it, um, but uh, it's uh, uh, but this this uh, this story just is it's inspiring to me, and it, and it again um, emphasizes. I mean, not necessarily the face, but you know, the discussion again of the need of. Uh, people to be organ donors. I'm not saying the face, but you know, we're, we've talked a lot about uh, you know, maybe your heart or your lungs or your kidneys or other organs to donate to another person who is needing them. There is talk every year that there are more people needing donor organs than people who are donating them. 
And I think we've talked before about, you know, people who who give the gift of their selves or their body to a medical school or to science or, uh, you know, so so medical students, so students, uh, uh, students in the health field can learn so they can become physicians, they can become health professionals. Because uh, that, that is the only, and that is the uh, that is the uh, the best uh, best way to learn. Uh, and there's a lot of websites out there. I can't think of any of them offhand right now. But uh, but being an organ donor, and, and there's been a lot of jokes this week. Yeah, I'll donate my face. Blah blah blah. Well, I mean, you know, the the the, the serious part of that is that we, we do need we do need organ donors. Especially, you know, for heart, lungs, liver, um, even people giving blood. You know, that is uh, uh, that is important uh, for you know to save another life, to save the family member of of another uh, of another person. Uh, at this point, uh, we're about halfway through the show. Uh, welcome to the Doctor Anonymous show. Uh, I do want to give uh, another hi and hello to everybody in our chat room here. So uh, Ramona, Liz, Kimmy, Dana, PK, Jesse, Trauma Junkie, Dr. FPMD, and uh, our good friend Grunt Doc is joining us uh, here this evening. Uh, welcome uh, Dr. Grunt Doc, who I believe just celebrated, uh, what was it, uh, seven years or something like that, six or seven years uh, as a blogger. Awesome. So uh, congratulations uh, to you there, Dr. Grunt Dog, sir. Uh, so next topic here. So we'll uh, we'll move to uh, uh, it's it's transplant week here on the Dr. Anonymous show. But this story was just very very fascinating to me. Um, and uh, this story is about uh, a, a gentleman who uh, he lives in Georgia, but he had his surgery in Pittsburgh. So we had the, the face transplant at Cleveland Clinic, uh, which is about, uh, I don't know, what did I say, about 60, 70 miles away from me. And then uh, the, the hand transplant is uh, in Pittsburgh, uh, which is, I think, about 40 or 50 minutes away from uh, Dr. Anonymous headquarters here. So uh, I have an audio clip here uh, sharing the story before... Uh, this gentleman had his uh, surgery. We'll uh, play this, and uh, then we'll talk right after. Bobby Jones Expressway between Sam's and Walmart. So how about this? An Augusta man could become the very first person in the nation to get a hand transplant for not one, but both of his hands. Right this very minute, he is waiting on the call to go make medical history. The first thing you notice when you walk into Jeff Kepner's home is this painting. It's right above his favorite chair. It used to be a reminder of what he's lost. Now it's a promise of what he'll gain. Sounds like Frankenstein. Uh, I, I didn't even know it was possible. But it is. And Jeff is about to be the first person in the United States to have a double hand transplant. I said one of the, one of the best things that come out of this is this touch. You'll be able to touch and feel again. Jeff hasn't touched or felt in 10 years. That's when he came down with a form of strep throat. It put him in a coma for three weeks, and when he woke up, he learned he would have to trade his limbs for his life. They wanted to take the hands off and then the, uh, amputate the feet a couple weeks, so I said, no, I'll do them all at once and get it over with. 
So Jeff got used to life with no hands and no feet, and that's the way he's been living for a decade. But recently, his wife, Valerie, came across a phone number that would change everything. She learned the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center was looking for people for a history-making double hand transplant. So she called. She said, it's amazing your timing is unbelievable because we're presenting new cases to the doctor in an hour and a half. Valerie didn't tell Jeff she did any of this until he was selected. She just knew Jeff was perfect, even if Jeff didn't know that yet. We did not see eye to eye at all. I was very enthusiastic. I was just on cloud nine thinking of the possibilities. Jeff joined her there once he learned more about it. His 13-year-old daughter, Jordan, is excited too. The experience of getting to feel my dad's hands hugging me or feeling him touching my hands and being able to just relate back to that. And Jeff could feel her hands too in just as little as four months after the surgery. But it will not be easy. It will take a lot of rehab, but if it works, Jeff knows this will help more than just himself. I'll tell you what, God kept me around for a reason. I was supposed to die. Instead, he lived so that his story could touch others. Now, Jeff could get the call any minute now, and of course, when he does, he is gone. Two teams of doctors, one for each hand, will then work about 10 or so hours to attach them. It sounds just so incredible. So he's sitting at home right now waiting for this call that a set of hands has become available. Right, absolutely. And they have to be a perfect match. Something to remember here, in order to be an organ donor, you, you, ha you have to be more than an organ donor. You have to specify that you're willing to give other parts of your body. Hmm. So you have to say, you know, I'm willing to give my hands. I'm willing to give more parts of my body. So that's also a challenge, too, is because so many people are organ donors who haven't made that distinction. Right. So they're just waiting and hoping. The hospital is covering the surgery, but there are some other expenses. Of course, the Kepners are having a fundraiser at O'Charlie's. It is March 31st. That's this coming. All right, so yeah, so that says uh, a little bit more. That's from the uh, local uh, radio station, uh, local TV station there. You can tell I'm a little bit tired here for the show. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it's been, uh, I've been reading a lot for on this story as well, and uh, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. There's been a, a lot of good discussions in the uh, in the chat room here. Yes, it is uh, true that uh, he lost his hand secondary to infection. And uh, one of his dreams was to uh, hold hands with his daughter, and uh, uh, so uh, so yeah, a couple of a uh, couple of uh, feel good uh, stories uh, here, and in um, uh, uh, oh, and Grunt Duck has here a uh, a link here, which I will uh, look at later. Uh, so, oh, this is interesting. The title is "I Hate My New Hand Transplant Plan Transplant Man Tells Doctors." Hmm. hmm. So I will I will mark that and I will uh, read that a little bit later. Uh, what I've been doing is, if you want to uh, check out some of the links that I've been uh, putting here up here on the show, especially if you're listening on the archives, you can go to delicious.com/slash/doctoranonymous. And uh, you can see some of the links there uh, that I cover here on the show. Just some interesting uh, news stories, uh, sometimes YouTube clips uh, that I uh, catch during the week. Sometimes I uh, uh, play them on the show. Sometimes I uh, 
and sometimes I just run out of time and don't uh, not able to uh, to do that. So. So face transplants and hand transplants. It'll be interesting following uh, following uh, those stories here. Uh, but I uh, could not let this story go. We have to uh, talk about the uh, talk about the the swine flu. <laughs> yes, I think this will be the last time I'll, I'll talk about the swine flu deal. Uh, and uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, or who came in late here, so uh, so the swine flu show last week here on Block Talk Radio. Uh, I got up to the uh, number three most popular show in the health category uh, last week. So thanks to all of you complaining and uh, <laughs> prank calling me about the uh, swine flu. So that was uh, that was uh, interesting. Uh, so uh, so finally, <laughs> so finally, there's some stories here uh, asking the question: <laughs> Did the media? Overhype the swine flu story. <laughs> this is from this is from the Associated Press from today, uh, and I think it's uh, real interesting here. Uh, well, actually, they said the government officials, <laughs> not cry wolf, that they cry swine <laughs> when they sounded the alarm on what looked like a threatening. New flu. <laughs> I think we all know the answer to that question. I think I, I uh, let my opinion know, let my opinion be heard last week on this issue. But this is a, an interesting, I love when the uh, media tries to analyze itself or analyze like government officials. That's always uh, kind of interesting. And something I found on uh, on uh, YouTube this week uh, was a uh, a clip from CNN right uh, as this thing was beginning right at the end of uh, last month and uh, this is an interesting clip here that I will share with you uh, it, it is CNN uh, blaming Twitter for hyping up the swine flu story this is fascinating to listen to Check this out. The swine flu outbreak continues to dominate the news. It began in Mexico, where it is being blamed for more than 100 deaths so far. And then there are those isolated cases being reported all over the world. Many others are turning to the web for more information. The outbreak is by far the most popular topic on Twitter. Errol Barnett has been following the site and uh, monitoring what people on Twitter are tweeting about. So yes. what, what, what are they saying? Are they worried? Are yes. they thinking? Yeah? There's a lot of fear out there associated uh, with this outbreak, but fortunately you have a lot of official health organizations also using the site to share information and give updates. You can check this out as I pull, the, as I pull these up. You've got the World Health Organization. You can find them at, at symbol WHO News. They're sharing information. You've also got the US CDC, Centers for Disease Control, at, at CDC-Flu. In Mexico, you've got the city regional government at, at Mexico underscore DF. They're sharing details. They're giving people advice and reminding people that this really is not a time um, to be scared, just to have raised awareness. People are also using Twitter to link to all of this information and other sites. A biomedical uh, researcher developed a Google map and actually has plotted 
all of the cases of swine flu around the world. And what you're seeing, pink markers reflect suspected cases. Um, if you can zoom into Mexico City and you can see where all of this kind of started. Purple markers are confirmed cases and some of those icons, which are having a challenge seeing, but once you see them, if they have a dot in the middle, um, those individuals are still alive. If the markers do not have a dot, um, the individual is dead. So people are sending wow. eye reports from Mexico. That's terribly morbid. And they're showing accurate information though. So the takeaway is, don't believe all the tweets you see. Make sure they're from official organizations and um, to have a raised awareness and caution. All right. Well, let me tell you what some of the viewers are saying. It's, uh, one of the users on Twitter that uh, uh, on my account there, yeah. definitely we're overreacting. Most cases in countries other than Mexico seem to be mild cases. Um, Simi Uzamiri is saying we're definitely overreacting. Why don't we allow the WHO and the C CDC to do their jobs? I've been reading a lot about people saying, here you go, hyping it up, you know? Well, what, what official organizations also say, though, is the, the way that if you protect it from being a, a, a problem to a huge problem is making sure there's raised awareness and that people all are washing their hands, mm -hmm. being very careful, cautioning people not to head to Mex Mexico if it's not essential travel. That's how you prevent this thing from really spreading worldwide. Right. So the key is for everyone to know that this exists. That it exists and that there are ways to protect yourself. Thank exactly. you very much, Errol Barnett. Now, yeah. what we uh, did a bit earlier is we asked our viewers uh, whether or not they're taking those precautions uh, against the swine flu outbreak. It's pretty even across the board. Yes, 31%. No, 21%. 29%. 41% say it hasn't appeared where I live. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so don't listen to Twitter. Listen to CNN. Because uh, you know they they they're definitely not uh, they were not hyping it up for seven days. No, they were not. They were not. They were not showing all those Google Maps of all those people dying across the world. No, they were not doing that. <laughs> they were not flying reporters right into Mexico City telling people what was going on there. No, they were not doing that. <laughs> of course, I'm singling out CNN. There's probably other networks that were doing that. But uh, it was just kind of, kind of, uh, kind of interesting to kind of see how it uh, <laughs> how it uh, is all playing out. And uh, you know, do you, do you still see swine flu on the, uh, the the Twitter trending topics? Probably, but it is being topped by things like Star Trek that uh, people are now talking about, or Wolverine, or whatever the uh, latest uh, movie is out now. So. Uh, it is uh, very interesting uh, to see, and one of the uh, one of the interesting side stories uh, that I uh, that I saw this week uh, is out of the uh, the Philippines. As you know, I am of Filipino descent, and their their uh, national hero, boxer Manny Pacquiao, was scheduled to return back to the Philippines after his. Uh, win after his knockout victory in Las Vegas to come home as a national hero. But uh, health officials in the Philippines have asked the, uh, the country's star boxer to delay his return from the U.S. as a precaution against the swine flu. <laughs> this is from BBC World News. So, so even the national hero of the Philippines cannot come home because he is in the swine flu infested United States. 
<laughs> oh, interesting stuff here. Uh, so yeah, the, so the last story here that I thought was uh, very interesting this week uh, comes from a uh, a tech guy, a uh, somebody who I admire very much, uh, Dr. Joshua Swimmer, and uh, he has a, a blog post this week on Healthline.com, the title of which is "Medical Apps for the iPhone," and he analyzes three of them. The first one is called. Uh, I can't even say it. Diagnostosaurus. And I'm just going to read this here. Many medical specialties and internal medicine in particular require working through a differential of positive causes, possible causes of a patient's clinical presentation. And this little iPhone app, 99 cents, helps... uh, try to uh, work through that. So let's see. My chat room is, I was trying to uh, trying to drop this link in the chat room here and I'm um, having some chat room problems. So uh, I'm going to try this again here. Well, that's working now. Uh, and the second one he, he talks about is called ICD-9 Consult. Uh, healthcare providers must frequently scramble to come up with an ICD-9 code for unusual or complex diagnoses in order to bill appropriately. ID-9 Consult, which is $29.99. Wow. It's an excellent solution for those moments when you don't have the time to consult a thick book or spend time searching online for the right code, or if you do not have electronic medical records. I think they help with that, too. The last one that he talks about here is called Well Adult, the guidelines for optimal clinical preventative medicine for adults. I use this uh, on my little iPhone here. When to perform cholesterol tests or colonoscopies, for example, are scattered among different expert organizations and sometimes contradictory. Well Adult 299 provides an easily navigatable database of recommendations from all the major organizations for adults of different ages. So uh, that is uh, that is some uh, some of the uh, iPhone apps there. So I think I'll be maybe I'll be analyzing those uh, a little bit more, especially the stuff that I use. <clears throat> if people have suggestions on that, you can uh, leave me a comment at DrAnonymous.com or even over on my Facebook fan page, uh, DrAnonymous.net. So that ends our news segment here. We have uh, 13 minutes here, and uh, we'll take a quick break here, and then we'll close up the show. I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, just my time in Chicago because I've been talking about that on a a couple of shows here. And uh, don't go anywhere. I need to get a little drink of my beverage. We'll be right back here on the Dr. Anonymous Show. And welcome back to Dr. Alma Show, our closing moments here. Uh, so I just wanted to just, just mention some things about my, uh, my fun time in Chicago a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I was there for the uh, American College of Physician Executives uh, conference. I have an interest in, in some management stuff. 
um, in case I get really sick of this clinical <laughs> job. Uh, so that was interesting. Uh, maybe I'll talk about the uh, the actual content of the meeting at a future show, but I do want to touch on some things as far as uh, uh, meeting new people. And I got to meet uh, my uh, my buddies in uh, in Chicago, uh, uh, Blog Talk Radio personalities, Annie and Burl from the Annie and Burl Live Show. Uh, they have a show here Wednesday and Saturday nights, and they live in Chicago. And our good friend Kimmy, who's in our chat room right now, Kimmy Kins, flew out from Seattle to uh, to join in all the fun. <laughs> And it's interesting because you get to kind of know people, get to know people on uh, you know on their internet radio show or on their blog, but you never really know what to expect in person. So uh, going in there, I really didn't uh, kind of know uh, what to expect because you know when you see people through a screen or you you read people's blog, you kind of think of, well, I mean, that is is the uh, persona that uh, they uh, they want you to to see. And it may not be exactly who they are. (laughs) If this is making any sense. Maybe not. I don't know. But uh, it was interesting, uh, kind of, uh, uh, kind of meeting them. And even before that, uh, the day before I uh, landed, or not landed, I drove out to Chicago. The day before I ended up uh, uh, in Chicago, I, I met with our friend uh, Epi Junkie, I think, who's been in and out of our chat room here uh, this evening. But I got to meet up with her. That was fun. She lives in the Toledo, Ohio area, and that is on the way to uh, Chicago from where I'm at. And we had a great discussion, Epi, Jackie, and I had a, had a great discussion. She works with some hospice patients, and uh, I just happened to have a, a case of, uh, uh, of some a family uh, who I talked with uh, hospice services about, and we got to talk a little bit about work. Uh, and that was interesting. You know, it's great getting you know, someone else's perspective on some of that stuff, and uh, very enjoyable talking with her. Uh, and it was, uh, it was very nice, and I uh, was uh, hopefully – Hope to be able to talk with her again at some point about some of these interesting issues that we share. So as I was on my way going to Chicago, I got the phone call. I got the phone call from our friend Annie. <laughs> and uh, so that was kind of awkward, awkward, uh, awkward cake. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, yeah. So that was, as I'm getting closer, you know, I, I'm, uh, for those of you who don't know, I, you know, I did have a video camera with me, and uh, for people who want to check out some of the video uh, that I was able to edit, you can go to my Facebook fan page at uh, DrAnonymous.net. I was able to put up some of that uh, video already, and I'm still working on some of that. I took a lot of video, uh, even getting stuck in Chicago traffic. Uh, I forget, uh, and I'm, I just rolled into town there right at rush hour, which is like the worst time to go in there. But that was fun. That was fun to kind of sit through that once. Didn't want to sit through that again. Uh, and then you know, some of you have seen some of the video already uh, about uh, about some of my time up there. But it was uh, uh, interesting. 
because you know, I, I did my Thursday show from Chicago, uh, from their studios there, and also my uh, Saturday uh, show there too. And they have a great setup there. They uh, have a, a great setup there in their studio there, and it's a lot more complicated than, uh, than my pseudo studio here, which is just my laptop and my desktop. Uh, Burl has uh, a pretty extensive setup as far as a mixer, and I think he has three or four computers that are going at the same time, and very confusing to me. And doing doing my show there was also a little bit uh, a little bit uh, I wouldn't say confusing, but a little bit overwhelming for me because I'm used to just sitting in a room talking to myself. I'm not used to having other people in the room. <laughs> So that was an interesting dynamic to play off of. So I have a couple of video clips. Uh, video clips. I have a couple of audio clips here. I'm going to play, um, and uh, this is this is from the Andy and Burrell, uh, live show. Uh, the first one here is from their uh, Saturday show, which was after my Saturday uh, show, and uh, they talked a little bit about. <laughs> and Kimmy's going to like this. Kimmy in our chat room is going to like this. Uh, talked a little bit about uh, me being in Chicago, so this is uh, good stuff. Many are here, and they would kick my ass. Hey, 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 no, I'm kidding. Doc, I, I, what? Doctor Anonymous what? is going in our refrigerator to get beer, and I touched him like two minutes ago. Isn't that awesome? It was a dream come true. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. I'm gonna okay. And yesterday, but while he's gone for a second, I, I want to say, animals <laughs> can't have an unnatural kind of fascination. Whoa. With, uh, <laughs> with, with poor Dr. Anonymous. Yes. I feel bad for him. But but there's one there's a part of me that feels bad for him, and there's another part of me that is thankful because it's taken a lot of the heat off me, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know? Skeleton key. I see skeleton key yeah. over there. <laughs> I'm touching his hair. She, oh. the, are you catching this? Is, it, <laughs> is this going out on the air? Because I'm fantastic. <laughs> he has great hair. I he does have awesome hmm. hair. It's like <laughs> touchable. Can we wash your hair? I what? <laughs> what just happened there? <laughs> that was that was quite disturbing. Let me tell you. But it wasn't over. It uh, wasn't over because uh, they on their on their Wednesday show the next week. This is what they said. Uh, interesting on the Saturday show when we have the full cast here, which uh, Annie, myself, Brock Dog, Cat, and uh, everybody. It's it's good. So you can check those out there as well. Just click on the link on the media tab, and you'll see us. Uh, you'll see us there. I wanted to talk a little bit about the past week. Oh, okay. Well, let's. I uh, you know the the therapy has kicked in. It's starting to kick in. Um, I don't know who's going to need therapy more, myself or Dr. Anonymous. You know what? We were... You abuse... Well, I'm, I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead. Slow down. Let me back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, we had, uh, we had some in-studio guests. We had some... Uh, some uh, I don't want to say house guests because they weren't both staying here, but uh, we had some, some guests visiting us. Uh, we had you see her in the in the chat room, and you've seen her around Blog Talk Radio and other shows. Uh, Kimikins or Kimme? Kimme. But don't call her Kimbo. <laughs> uh, again, I can say that now because she's you know 
2,000 miles away. Um, yeah, I know. Um, we had Kimmy uh, joining us and visiting with us, and we also had out here from Ohio our favorite MD, Dr. Anonymous, from the uh, Dr. Anonymous show. Uh, gotta say, I, I, I want to thank everybody for for their their wishes, for their their um, well, I just call it what it is. It was intervention. I mean, everybody was trying to give an intervention for uh, on Doctor Anonymous and my uh, uh, my behalf. And uh, I want to thank everybody for the for the the prayers, the uh, the additional bail money that was that was phoned in to the uh, phone lines <laughs> because it, it really paid off. Uh, Annie and Kim abused Doctor Anonymous. I don't know how else to put it. The poor man was. I mean, I thought I was going to get a bad end, and I really owe him because he took a lot of heat off of me. He did. He really, really did. We didn't even get to paint your toenails like we talked about. Yeah, it wasn't going to happen. We were going to hang spiders from the bed, from your computer. But but Doctor A, I, I don't I don't know I I don't know. But we we did it, abuse him, and we liked it. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You enjoyed it a little too much. I don't know who liked it more. I I, I was watching the videos uh, today. <laughs> I was throwing carrots at him. Yeah, carrots, um, pins. Snow peas. Oh no, wait. Snow peas, yeah. No, that was that was Kim. We had a great time. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. I uh, um, absolutely, you know, had had a great time. We all had a, had a great time. And, uh, um, again, I do have to thank Dr. Anonymous publicly for taking all the heat off of me. And he kept coming back every night for more. So, yeah, so that, uh, that's kind of the, uh, the story with that. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I do want to thank, uh, again, uh, Annie Burrell for uh, being uh, so gracious hosts for, uh, for me. And uh, thank, I want to thank Kimmy for uh, coming out to uh, Chicago from Seattle. We had a great time, and I'm still editing some of the videos. So if you want exclusive uh, access to my Chicago video or videos, uh, become my uh, Facebook fan at the DrAnonymous.net. So... Uh, so, yeah, so that's all I got here for you here uh, this evening here. So uh, um, I did extend the show here, but uh, uh, I think I'm done. I just want going to go a little bit after the top of the hour here. So uh, I want to thank uh, everybody for joining me here uh, this evening. It's a little bit different show here. Tonight I didn't have a guest, so uh, trying to do this whole hour uh, by myself. Uh, so uh, it's kind of challenging trying to come up with stories and entertainment and sound clips for you people out there. So if you like it, let me know. If you don't like it, let me know. Still trying to retool the show here a little bit because uh, as I've said before, it's, it's, it's tougher and getting tougher and tougher to get, uh, get uh, guests for the show here. So we're trying some, some different things here. Uh, so my next show will be on Saturday. I am having a Saturday show the, coming up. Saturday, May 9th, 2009 at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Blog Talk Radio. It is the night shift with me and uh, Blog Talk Radio personality Cat from the uh, BTR show Landview Lowdown, which you can find Monday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And also want to plug uh, our good friends Annie and Burl. Uh, you can find them Wednesdays and Saturdays at 10 p.m. 
Eastern time. Uh, so that's all I got for you here this evening. So uh, thanks everybody for uh, for joining me. I have a closing song here. We'll have a little bit of an after show here. You can find me at uh, dranonymous.tv. And uh, we will uh, continue things there. Thanks a lot for joining me here. I'll see everybody Saturday night for the night shift. Let me find my closing song here. And uh, we will close up the show. So thanks a lot, everybody. And uh, we will see everybody Saturday night for the night shift. I am Dr. Anonymous. You can find me at dranonymous.com, dranonymous.net, dranonymous.org. Good night, everybody.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.